today's topic is about the question if fear of success is sabotaging your business. Hello and welcome to the Successful, Sensitive and Intuitive Entrepreneur podcast. My name is Lydia Sophia Wilmsen and I am an intuitive success mentor for sensitive entrepreneurs. In this podcast, I speak about the challenges sensitive and intuitive entrepreneurs face. I offer you new perspectives and solutions, as well as experiences of other entrepreneurs. Plus, I speak about my personal experience of being a highly sensitive person who has successfully built and scaled two businesses. All of that with the goal to make you and your business even more successful in your very unique and authentic way. Have fun and enjoy. I came up with this idea or this question because one of my friends reached out to me and told me that she's super happy right now. Like she has more home office hours, which is super nice for her. They are building a house. She is basically living her dream right now. And she found out that she really got a little bit anxious about the whole situation because she was fearing of losing that all again and how sh how she would be able to deal with the situation of it not being perfect anymore, basically. And then I thought a little bit about this question and I also talked with her and what lies behind that. And the thing with that question is, or the thing with that fear is that it very often happens to people or that it very often causes people to not go for their full potential, to not really go for whatever they desire or for full-on business success or success in other areas of their lives because they are fearing of losing that all again. And this is why basically I came up with the idea of talking a little bit about the fear of success because we think like everyone has heard about the fear of failure, like can can sabotage your business you know we have all heard about it we all thought it once like oh my goodness what if i fail what will other people say and then i'm i'm there without anything and i've tried and now i can finally like i have it on paper that i'm incompetent that i'm not good enough so fear of failure is very common out there and very known we rarely speak about fear of success And it's actually a big one. Like I can see this with my clients over and over again. And I, I also definitely see this in me, that we are fearful, not so much about failing, like that can be an issue as well. And so much more about what if we succeed. And this episode is going to be, is going to address that issue. I want to talk about the origin of that fear, the reasons, like why this fear exists in the first place how it shows up and also obviously what you what you can do with it. Like what are ways to change that? What are ways to shift that? So the origin, the three common things are obviously your childhood, your childhood conditioning, how you grew up, what your parents thought, what the people, like what kind of belief systems you grew up in. And the second one is societal conditioning, the, the part of society or the society you're part of and the society you grew up in in all the conditioning around that. And then later on, what kind of people you surround yourself with and what kind of people you follow and what kind of people you admire. And they can all in their way influence you and create this fear of success in you or be, yeah, be basically the origin for it. Now about the reason, it's very easy. And once you understand that, you, you understand a lot. Your conditioned mind 
either be it like childhood conditioning, societal conditioning, or conditioning through the people you follow later on, the people you admire, your conditioned mind wants to keep you safe. You are evolutionarily wired for survival. You're not wired for some kind of success and making more money and being super happy. No, you are wired for survival. And if you, for example, excel, you step out of the group you are in. You, are, you step out of the group you belong to and that obviously makes you unsafe or can put you in a situation where you feel unsafe and vulnerable because you're not part of the big group anymore. You like People look at you, you are prone to criticism, you are prone to competitors, you are prone to, yeah, you are vulnerable in that place and it can make you feel unsafe and this is what your mind wants to run away the furthest you it wants to keep you safe your conditioned mind wants to keep you safe first and foremost and so if you get yourself into situations where you don't feel that its only job is to bring you back to safety to bring you back to the known to bring you back to what you already know and where you know how to to deal with it with situations with people and so on so being part of the group was and still is a survival tactic, or not only a, a tactic, it really secures your survival. And even though we deal with other issues now, and if you know, like Maslow and all of that, you know, like, of course, we, we don't think about survival anymore. What do we are still wired for it? So you might think about making more money, you might thinking about, oh, I just want to like, want to have lots of people look at me and think how, how great I am. You might think that, but you're not wired for that. Like older parts of your brain will make sure that you basically fall back to a place where, where you are safe, where you feel safe, not necessarily where you are safe. Another reason is that you want to stay loyal to, to your family, to your ancestors. You don't want to outshine your parents. This is also part of the group thing. This is also part of, yeah, basically survival, you know. If you go against your family, those who made sure that you can survive, yeah, who are you? You're going into risk and danger zone there. And all the limiting beliefs we have. And all of those things I just mentioned, like the conditioned minds, um, which wants to keep you safe, which is wired for survival, or just the, the whole idea of wanting to be bar part of the group and not outshine or step out of the group and become vulnerable, or the idea of staying lo loyal to your family and limiting beliefs. All those things I just mentioned, like your conditioned mind, which is wired for survival and wants to keep you safe, or this whole idea of wanting to be part of the group and feeling safe there, and loyalty to your family and to your ancestors, and all the limiting beliefs. All of this is obviously unconscious. It's not that you're running around thinking like, mm, how can I be part of the group? Or, oh, my, my conditioned mind wants to keep me safe, or I want to be loyal to my family and this is why I'm not successful and why I'm... I'm shying away from success on a next level. You know, this is all happening on an unconscious or subconscious level. But the more you become aware of the idea itself and then start the process for yourself and go thinking a little bit deeper, like what could actually trigger me? Like what could be my story? Then you have your first anchor where you can start your work, like you, where you can start the internal work and reframe or do whatever method you like to, to change those beliefs. And how does it show up? Like what are what are thoughts people have and how can it show up for you? It's for example, this idea, will people still like me when I'm super successful? 
Will I still be lovable and likable? Or will people show it, uh, look at me, point with their fingers at me and say like, look at this bitch or look at this guy or look at this like ignorant, uh, arrogant person who thinks he owns the world and like makes all the money and super su is super successful. Like what I said before, the origins, you know, societal conditioning and childhood conditioning play a huge part in that because those are obviously things you might have heard when growing up. Like, how did your parents speak about rich people or successful people? How did other people, perhaps also from the, the class you come from, speak about rich and successful and wealthy people? I did a, I did a video in my Facebook group and it's crazy what people, what people say, how they grew up. Like someone from Italy who said like, yeah, of course, rich people basically were seen as part of the mafia. Or some people, I think, from from Slovakia also mentioned the same. And like rich people were always seen as greedy and as even dangerous, not only as bad people because they wanted money for themselves, but actually as proper dangerous people. So you wanted to bring as much space between them and you as possible. Guess what? If this is your idea about rich and successful people, that they are basically murderers and kill people and torture people and are like physically dangerous you do everything to not belong to them because then you would be part of that group you would be you would have an identity of a bad person for yourself or would create that that identity for yourself and as long as you're not aware of that it can just play its little games with you and keep you in being not successful or making a lot, lot of money and then losing it again or always investing in the wrong things or whatever you know like making sure you, that you don't get there And once you become aware, then you can change it. So the first one was, for example, will people still like me? Or, yeah, will everyone hate me then and see me as the bad person? And also the question, will I become a bad person? Not only what other people think about you or think of you, will you actually turn out to become very bad? Like, is money going to corrupt you? And this is not stuff I just came up with. This is all stuff I have worked on with clients and what they brought to me. Some things were like really interesting. I had never come up with the idea because it wasn't part of my own mindset. I had I had different issues to deal with. So it's super interesting what people, what kind of limiting beliefs they have. Another one, the one I started this whole, this whole episode was, will I lose what I got? Basically, if I have nothing... I can't lose anything. So I better make sure I always have nothing. I make sure that I only have the bare minimum so that I can survive and not more. Because all the rest, I will always run around in fear of losing that again. And that is a big one. I hear this, like the more successful people get, the more responsibility they have, the bigger the fear of what if I lose all of that again? What if I lose all of that again? Such a big fear so that people give their best to not even get there in the first place. And also with your potential, if you don't go into money issues, if you go into like playing out or playing out on your like living out your full potential, many people hold back because if they then and then we are, it's connected with the fear of failure. If they then fail, they think basically, okay, my whole existence is not enough. I'm not enough on an existential le level. It's not only my incompetence, it's me as a person. So they don't even go there. They don't even go and make a lot of money or play out on a level of full potential because if it then doesn't work, then they have it in black and white that they are not worthy, that they are 
on an existential level not good enough. And this is one of the most painful things to find out for yourself. So they make sure they don't get successful at all or play on their fullest level or evolve into their fullest potential because then it becomes like they have it in black and white if they are made for that or not. And this keeps people from succeeding, just going there. And if you're not going there, if you're not addressing that fear and work on it, you will always stay below your potential on every level. A big issue I also encountered in the in the talk or in the video I did in my, my group, um, what the people responded was, yeah, really like other people, if they just made a little bit of money and they didn't even see themselves as successful, other people in their family already pointed at them and had like, they were the snobs or they were the people who wanted to make money. So it's not even that you have to be super successful. And just hearing, like you see yourself as not very successful and still hearing from the people around you that you are the snob or you are the person who wants to make all that money or makes all that money is enough to keep you from growing further and keeps you from achieving your full potential. So you might not even be there. And just getting those messages all the time will keep you from evolving further. So what are some ideas for you to ponder? Like first, obviously, go through all the, the things I mentioned. Go through those limiting beliefs you might have and check which one rings true for you. And there are obviously more. This is just a short list. Make sure or go a little bit deeper. What was the What were the messages you heard when growing up? And what are the messages you now think about yourself? If you really listen to your intuition, if you were super successful, what would you think about yourself? Like, what, what does it like, what fear does it connect you with? The fear of success, like what fear? What will people think about you? Will you lose it again? Will you become a bad person? Will you perhaps see on black and white that you're actually not as good as you thought? You know, especially if like intelligence and competence is a big thing for you. Many people won't go there because they don't want to see. It's like a person who, who shies away from taking an IQ test because, you know, you might think you're super smart and once you do that test or whatever kind of test and then see that you're actually not so smart, you like it's, an, it's a loss of identity. And people like this is, we don't want that. We shy away from that. And facing those fears head on, this can create a big shift in you. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about how you can change that. What I recommended my friend is to step into a mindset of it will only get better. And it's not only for her, it's for everyone. Like if you have this mindset of, oh my goodness, what if I lose everything again? If you have that mindset and now start shifting it into a mindset of it will only get better. It's the opposite. It's not like, oh gosh, I make a little bit more and then I lose all of it again. No, I make a little bit more and then I make more and then I make more. It all happens in your mind and you either have a worst case scenario you aim for or you have a best case scenario. It doesn't matter. Like it's your choice. You can choose that it only gets better and that it gets better than you could ever imagine. And we are not wired for that. Again, I said, we are wired for survival. We are not wired for thinking about magic and thinking about amazing things happening. And this needs effort. This needs conscious effort to start thinking in that way. It's not that it will come easily to you. You will have to shift patterns and habitual thinking of worst case scenarios into thinking about best case scenarios. 
And this will need physical energy and it will might um, drain you in the beginning. But this is a shift you can do because I have done it and countless of my clients have done that. And step into a mindset of it will only get better. So in the situation of my friend where she lives and has like great like time for herself, building the house and she's worried about, oh my goodness, if they take my home office hours away again. What if she implemented a mindset of it can only get better and she starts entertaining thoughts around how it can be even better and she becomes an energetic match for that? It might even be that they take away her home office hours, but other things show up because she's in a growth mindset. She's in a, in, she now has a, a mindset of opportunity, of potentiality, and she will be aware because Because it's an expanded mindset. She will be aware of other things that will bring even better things to her, even though perhaps she has to go back to the office. You know, it is not only like this, this, um, this tiny mindset or this lo not loser mindset, this, um, constricted mindset or this, this mindset of what if I lose all? What if I lose everything again? It's a fear-based mindset. And it will always keep you playing small and not seeing all the potentiality around you, not seeing all the potential opportunities around you. And if you expand your mindset into thinking even more is possible for me, you will see more possibilities. You can even explain this, and I won't go in deeper into that. You can even explain this on a neurological level, what is happening there. It is a focus shift, what helps you see more, what helps you see different opportunities. Then another point, obviously, do the inner work. Do the inner work, become so solid in yourself in this expanded mindset of good things happen to me or whatever happens to me will benefit me in whatever way I either learn or win. And if you expand into such a mindset, if you do the inner work and heal all the fears and those limiting beliefs I talked about, outside circumstances can't harm you anymore. They will happen because life happens, but you will react and act in a different way because, because you come from a solid, from a solid place, from a solid place in yourself. And again, expect better. It's not even that you have to think like right now my circumstances are amazing. I hope I don't lose them again. No, expect better. Like we can only see the next level once we once we are there on the on the level before. And there are always levels after that. So it can always become better, but where you are right now you can't even see that because you're playing on a totally different level. So create a habit of expecting better. Another point is deep gratitude for what you have. Why is that so important? Because again, gratitude is a different, how to say that, a different energy and it creates this feeling of more in you. Gratitude is a feeling of I love and I appreciate what I have and this opens you up for more of the same thing or more of the same energetic vibration basically. Whatever it is, it could come in different areas of your life to you. And you being ungrateful basically blocks the pipe. It's an energetic process. Gratitude, appreciation, anticipation. It is all ways of opening the pipes, the energetic pipes, so to say. And the opposite, ungratefulness, impatience, always wanting more, but with the feeling I don't have enough, does the opposite. It blocks the flow. And with that comes another important one. Enjoy the present moment because you only have now. You can think about the future and the past, but you can only live in the now. 
and you have to create a, a life you love, you freaking love right now. This is what I, I work on with a client right now. Like he has everything and he has money in the bank and he makes sales and he is amazing. People love him and his work is amazing. And he was always worried about like, not do I have enough money this month? No, he's like, do I have enough money in like three months or four months? But he he just extended his worry per uh, period. So whatever he made, it wasn't enough because then he just went on like, okay, one month later, do I have enough? Or what if I lose that again? It was the same pattern. And it started with becoming freaking grateful for the present moment, for everything that is there in the present moment and finding ways of appreciating that more and more. And another important thing is you need to become comfortable with expansion. If you want more, if you want more success, more money, more good things happening to you, you need to be a vibrational match for that. And if we have those limiting beliefs still active, if we have those fears still active, you will always make sure that you fall back to the safe place, to the known place, as I said before, because this is where your brain is okay, where your nervous system goes, okay, everything is at ease, everything is at peace. I can relax now. So you have to physically move, uh, move into a space where you first are uncomfortable with expansion and work into regulating, regulating your nervous system with more. Become okay with more because otherwise you will never get there. You will always find ways of losing that again, what you have already created. Become comfortable in expansion. You basically have to give up the smaller version of yourself. And this is one of the biggest losses. It's, again, an identity crisis. And this is why it takes work. This is why it's not just, ah, be successful, make more money, easy peasy. No, because on a psychological, on a neurological level, on a physical level, there are changes. And loss needs to be grieved, for example. So many people don't understand that once you, like when you make a huge up level, There can be a period of sadness and grievance where you think like, why the heck is that happening? I just had my highest month ever. I just had like the most amazing things happening to me ever. Why am I so sad? Why am I grieving? Because you are grieving, or that can be a, this very generic what I'm saying. Obviously, if you work with me, we go more in depth in your personal life and in, in your personal reality. It might be that you are grieving the loss of an identity of yourself, a former identity of yourself, a smaller version of yourself. And you have to understand that. And this is, many people fear that because loss is always crazy and not nice. And we are fearful of that. So, of course, many people keep themselves from that. They make sure they don't have to, to lose themselves or part of themselves or former versions of themselves because then they don't have to address the grief and the, the sadness which can come up. So those are all tiny bits and pieces of becoming comfortable in expansion, becoming comfortable in the idea, in the identity of it will only get better. And you will have to do the work, the inner work and heal ancestral patterns, heal ancestral pain, heal ancestral belief systems, which were like passed on over generations. So it's not an easy task. And I congratulate you if you do the work. It is courageous. And you're shifting patterns not only for yourself. I really want to say this today. You're not only shifting patterns for yourself. You're shifting um, generations. Uh, you're shifting patterns for generations to come if you do the work. So I celebrate you and I congratulate you. It's amazing that you're open to 
to doing that work. Okay, quick, quick summary. The, the topic was, if you are, is your fear of success sabotaging your, your business? And obviously not only your business, it can sabotage whatever. I went a little bit into the origin, into the different reasons why this might happen, how it can show up, what kind of sentences, what kind of messages might show up in your life, and then basically what you can do to shift that. And the last thought, oh, I forgot that, I'm sorry. The last thought I wanted to leave you with, because many people said like, oh my goodness, and my family, they hate that I make more money and I feel so bad about this and I feel like the, the outcast, I feel like the black sheep in the family and it's really difficult and oh, all those money things and they really have a crappy money mindset. I want to leave you with a last thought. Very often our outside or our external reality mirrors our own thoughts, our own beliefs, very often. So as long as you see that happening, there will still be some issues in yourself of you not being okay with the money you make, with the, with the wealth you have created, with the success you have created. So you don't have to work on them. You don't have to tell them like, shut up or don't say that. You only have to do the work on yourself. And once you own your success, once you are fully solid in yourself, you love yourself for the wealth you have created, the money you have created, those voices will diminish or you won't hear them anymore. They won't be an issue for you anymore. And I have seen that in countless scenarios happening that in my, in my own life, as well as in my client's life. Once you are so unapologetic about yourself and about your wealth, about your success, about your path, either those voices diminish and people actually start celebrating you for, you, for what you do, or it won't be of interest to you anymore. You won't care anymore. It doesn't matter anymore. Like I had this transformation in my, my circle of friends. I had to go through this feeling of I'm all alone and, you know, no one understands me and they even like despise me for what I do or they don't acknowledge me for what I, I do. And I had to understand where I saw the shift happening into them being fully supportive of, of what I do, seeing that I do amazing work, loving me for what I do, cheering me on, on my path, wanting to know more. And this was because of my own shifts, because I started owning what I did much more. When I was not apolog and unapologetic about myself, when I still thought my stuff was crap and I was crap and I was not good enough, I was constantly reminded of that in my outside world through the messages and the questions of other people I got. Until I started owning those parts of myself and started owning my success and all of that. And then bit for bit, my outside reality changed. Okay, my lovely ones, that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this, this episode and I gave you some food for thought. If you want to take that work further, apply for a mindset mastery assessment with me and we hop on a 45-minute call and really go deep and check out what's happening in your life and in your business. Where is your mindset still limited and how to change that? You find the link to my mindset mastery assessment in the show notes. Okay, much love to you and until the next episode. Did you like this podcast episode? Then I would be super, super grateful if you gave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Super helpful. And please subscribe to the podcast and share it with people who you know can benefit from it. You can find all links to my social media profiles, my website and contact form in the show notes. And whenever you're ready to take a next step, and that means you want to live a life of more on all levels, then send me a message with where you want to go and what is keeping you where you are, like what keeps you stuck at the moment. 
and then I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you for listening and until the next episode, much love to you, Lydia.